0: Welcome to Be Alive, a podcast produced by the Diocese of St. Augustine.
1: Join us as we listen to the voices of young people share about faith, prayer, community, and the journey to sainthood.
0: Be engaged.
1: Be inspired.
0: Be empowered.
1: Be alive. Hello, Liz. Hey, Father. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. How are you?
1: Good, good. It's a little quieter around the parish. But yes. um, with school getting out, but it's, but it's been nice. It's been good to kind Same of get, here. get here. the plan in place for summer, kind of ramp back up now that everyone's coming back to Mass and everything too. And,
0: and, and as much as school being let out might affect me, it might affect you. I guess it affects our guests even more.
1: Yes, it definitely does. We want to welcome Kim Powell to the podcast. Hi.
2: Hey, Kim.
1: <laughs> We're so happy to have you. Do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners, share a little bit more about yourself?
2: Sure. So my name is Kim Powell. Um, I teach middle school theology at St. Patrick Catholic School in Gainesville. Mm -hmm. Um, I've lived in Florida for seven years. I grew up in Connecticut um, in a Catholic household. Mm -hmm. Uh, I went to Catholic school until eighth grade, Um, went to public high school, but then I went to Holy Apostles and got a bachelor's and a master's degree in theology. Um, I just got married on Yay. April 10th and my husband, uh, Will Powell and I have been married or we've been together for three years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And avid listeners of the Be Alive podcast will note that Will Powell is a familiar name. He was on our discernment episode last season.
0: Yes, he was.
1: Yeah. And so then yes. once we knew, uh, episodes for this season and we stumbled upon this conversation that we wanted to have today, um, of course, we thought of Kim. We love we love a newlywed around here. So <laughs> we're very excited to have you. So thanks for joining us.
0: Of course. Yes, yes, welcome. So so uh f- first question, what what uh what does it mean for you um for a relationship either romantic or friendship to be Christ-centered?
2: Well, um for me it it kind of reflects. The inner person, mm-hmm. um, because if you call yourself a Christian, you know mm-hmm. Christ should be at the center of all your relationships. You know the mm-hmm. center of of everything you do in life, um, and good romantic relationships stem out of holy friendships. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so if you are, you know, focused on Christ yourself, um, and you try to seek Christ in your friendships. Mm-hmm. um that's kind of a a good way to start
1: yeah I think that's a really good kind of intro definition to it for sure you know of of you know sometimes to have a Christ-centered relationship whether friendship or romantic um and I definitely agree that one mm-hmm. should stem from the other <laughs> um <Yeah. laughs> that you know sometimes it can be a phrase we hear but it can sound kind of like well how do you do that so i like i like the emphasis that you put that it comes from almost a personal christ centeredness that's then brought into that relationship so when you've experienced these relationships what kind of what differences have you seen in the relationships that are christ centered versus ones that maybe have had other things that are kind of at their core
2: mhm um so in like the various friendships in my life Mm-hmm. Um, if a friendship was centered on Christ mm-hmm. and, re- and really it kind of comes from the fact that if I was, was centered on Christ and the friend was centered on Christ, um, we grew together. Um, mm-hmm. and I saw mm-hmm. my, my life, you know, kind of going really well. Um, mm-hmm. and my like, you know, g- grace and like that desire for holiness is kind Mm -hmm. of throughout the friendship Um, compared to some, some friendships that I had in the past that weren't centered on Christ. And it's not something that I could have said right then and there, like, oh, this is, this one's a Christ-centered like relationship and this one isn't. But um, I found that the friendships that were more surface level, not without like a focus on growing in holiness kind of died off. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I do believe there's seasons for friendships. Mm-hmm. You know, there I've had a lot of close friends in my life. Um, some of whom I'm still very close with mm-hmm. uh, sure, that sure. I grew up with. You know, I went to Catholic school with, you know, two girls in mm-hmm. particular that were bridesmaids in my wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very like dear to me um but then like other friendships that like i had in college that you know we we're close at the time but you know i don't really talk with them anymore um so i do believe too there's like it it could be that there's a relationship that is christ centered and and you're meant to be in that relationship whether a romantic relationship or a friendship mm-hmm. for a time you know yeah. and it doesn't mean that that friendship will last forever cuz you know, you can't be close <laughs> with everybody you meet always, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, like a, a real, you know, difference kind of, it, it goes back to your own desire for holiness. And if you're seeking that through the people around you, you know, you're going to find, you're going to find growth in that.
0: Hmm. Do, you, do you find that you're walking the journey together then?
2: Like with my husband and I. Well, yeah. <laughs>
0: sure.
1: Or with, yeah. Our or any, friends. Friends. Yeah. with yeah. any
2: friends. Sure, sure. Yeah. So it's kinda of, yeah, it, it's a journey is a good way to describe that. Um it's like there's ups and downs, you know, in everyone's life. And uh those friendships that I would I could say now were definitely Christ centered throughout, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the whole relationship um, it's definitely a journey, you know, and it's like, you kind of just grow closer to that person and and you find yourself being able to be open with them and vulnerable. And usually there's good conversation. Usually Mm -hmm. there's like authenticity and love, you know, like some of the, the friendships where, you know, Christ is at the heart of it. Um, you know, there is even like tough love, you know, sometimes like maybe I started, you know, doing some things that I, that weren't bringing me closer to God. And, you know, one, a sign of like that Christ centeredness relationship is, you know, that, that friend called me out and, Mm -hmm. and called me to be better and said, Mm -hmm. Hey, like, this is not good for you, you know, and, and that, recognizing that those types of relationships and that type of tough tough love um i think is is a really important thing too yeah
1: yeah i think i think that sometimes a christ centered friendship can feel like it skips some steps in the beginning because it it does bring about it like you said like a kind of earlier vulnerability because you know that there's already some safety if that person is a true Christian to to what you bring to that friendship. And I like what you said about it being kind of very honest and very, you know, occasionally maybe a little blunt about some things, but, yeah. um, but out of care and out of thing. I'm interested to see, um, and I want Father Bob's take on this as well. <laughs> Do you think that you could explore a Christ-centered friendship with someone who maybe doesn't have um maybe doesn't know yet or or they're not very rooted in what they would call a really strong relationship with God but that maybe without really practicing that even on their own they they at least recognize the good things in you the things that they want to get uh, you know help you higher with but also maybe they respect to the fact that you have such a strong relationship with Christ that they want you to live up to the level of what you shared with them kind of openly. Like, do you think that it's possible to almost have Christ be the center of your friendship because it is the center of your life and maybe it's just well respected by another friend that's not, does that make sense?
2: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, what call that, what that question calls to mind is, um, something i I kind of consider like a gift um, that God has given me in my life to bring people together at my wedding um, I had a maid of honor and a matron of honor um, mm-hmm. and the matron of honor is someone I grew up with in Connecticut um, and she uh, doesn't know my Florida friends but she was able to in knowing me for as long as we've known each other, she was able to identify like how my, just who I am as a person has mm. brought people together mm-hmm. uh, and brought joy to people's lives. And and then my maid of honor who I met here just about three years ago, like her and I became really close. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she could, she attested to the fact that you know, she met me, and then through me, met all of these other good people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just in my own life, what I've seen is, you know, God. I, I God is at the center of my life, mm-hmm. and I let Him bring me to people and bring other people to me, and and I kind of just like connect people together, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and that makes some lasting friendships um, and some people who may not have their eyes or their heart, you know, set so closely on, on God, you know, whether they are Catholic or Christian or figuring out, you know, something else, like, they can still recognize uh, joy, you know, from, from friendship with somebody, and they can recognize um, authenticity. And, you know, when, so when you are genuine with other people, like, it draws them to you. Like they, they want you, people want to be around other people who, who are genuine and authentic. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I think that certainly like people who may not be so focused on, on growing closer to God through their relationships can at least, you know, feel drawn to, to somebody who is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. Father Bob, what do you think?
0: You know, as I was listening to this, uh, two things um, came to mind. One was, you know, that sometimes relationships start off where one is really following Christ and the other's is not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be a really beautiful thing that when that second person has that conversion mm. and then they both are on the journey together, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that they weren't before. And it brings another level to their relationship. And I just think that's always so beautiful when that happens. Yeah. Um, the other thing that came to mind was that, um, and and it seems counterintuitive for so many people, but <laughs> you know, trying to trying to, to explain to people that, you know, and, and Kim said it, um, maybe maybe not quite this directly, but you know, that other person that 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 I'm in this relationship with, they're not my highest priority. They're not my highest priority. God is my highest priority. Mm -hmm. but because God is my highest priority, that makes this relationship so much better.
1: Yeah. 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 No, I like that. And I kind of like the, kind of what I'm hearing in a good way is like that, even if naturally Christ might not be at the center because the other person isn't yet there, Christ can be at the center because you put him there, like as you enter into relationships, like not in a, forceful way, not in a, like, we have to talk about Christ constantly or else we're not friends, (laughs) but in a way where it's, it is such a part of your own life. And, and I think that that's a sign of being a good friend too. If you're going to hide a huge part of your life from people that you're friends with, I don't know that that makes you such a great friend. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, no, I kind of really love that. And so as you kind of so, I mean, obviously we, you chatted about some of the Christ-centered relationships that you had on the friendship level. Um, did you see any like good differences that you saw in a romantic level? Like maybe as you got to know Will or, you know, comparing to anything else you had in the past or, or things like that, yeah. did you see some, some good fruit there?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, for Will, when I met him, you know, we met through mutual friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was somebody who like kind of right away I was drawn to because we were on the same page. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the past I've dated several guys. Um, and every time, every romantic relationship I had, Mm -hmm. we were never on quite on the same page. Mm -hmm. Um, and with Will, you know, we started going out and hanging out together. We played soccer together. Um, And we just, we started with just a friendship, you know, Mm -hmm. just like sharing bits of uh, each other, you know, just things about me that I like to do. And Mm -hmm. um, something that is, I guess, kind of unique about me is I like symphonic metal music. Uh, And when everybody hears that, they're like, what, (laughs) like, you're, you're like a religion teacher, like you do what. Um, So that was one of the things like, on our first date, uh, we were walking outside on this nature trail. And that was one of the things I told Will, and he's like, Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. You know, he appreciated (laughs) the fact that like, I was unique and Mm -hmm. not afraid to just be who I am, you know, mm-hmm. not like be afraid of what other people might think, you know, about me. So um, I think that that really, like, it just, it helped us, you know, form a pretty close friendship Yeah, that, yeah. you know, became um, romantic and now we're married. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's always been like, you know we're on a journey together and an adventure together like we love mm-hmm. to experience things together and um but it takes being vulnerable with each other you know yeah. and, and so all of the the tips you know for keeping Christ at the center of your relationships in friendships it's you know it kind of it continues in a romantic relationship mm-hmm. um but it's not just now like okay with friends you know you're like father bob said you know they're not always your top priority Mm -hmm. you know but when you're married uh your spouse is part of your vocation you know getting Mm. getting your spouse to heaven growing closer to god together Mm -hmm. you know so it's really three it's it's husband wife and god and so we have this like community where you know, we're, we're growing together in a very like pointed way, right? Like yeah. we're supposed to be growing together. Um, and I mean, I've only been married for what, like a month and a half now. So you're a pro. <laughs> well, <two months. laughs> yeah. Right. So like, we're still, you know, we're still figuring it out, but it's, yeah. it's a really fun adventure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When you were like, when you were approaching planning your wedding, Um, did you have any ways that you really wanted to like incorporate certain things into like the ceremony or the celebration to really keep in mind and to show that Christ-centered nature of your relationship?
2: Yes. Um, We, so when we were talking about the traditional things that people normally do, like the bouquet toss and the garter toss, we decided like almost immediately (laughs) Like, we can't do stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. we don't like the concept yeah. be- behind yeah. that stuff. Um, so we thought, instead, let's do a washing of the feet. Um, so later in the evening for our, in our, at our reception, um, we each took turns washing each other's feet. And it was really cool, like, from my perspective. Mm-hmm to show that type of service that like Mm -hmm. that's what marriage is about like serving each other Mm -hmm. um and we heard from a lot of our friends and family who who saw this like it really touched them and they thought it was such an awesome you know symbolic thing to do that like it's it's supposed to be about serving each other and Mm -hmm. and loving each other in that way, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Yeah. It was a witness that made quite an impression. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think that Christ-centered relationships can do that. You know, I think, I think they living out that vocation, especially romantic relationships like marriage, (laughs) like living that out can be such a witness to other people because it can, it can lead to that space of joy. Like you were talking about, even with friends um, where friends can see, you know, obviously we all know marriages take work and we all know they're great times and less great times. Um, but that Christ centered marriages to a certain extent have that joy about them too, that you can still kind of see that they're in it together, you know, no matter what happens, even in a bad time, they're in it together. And, and that can be a witness to other people because your friendships can see that and, and be like, okay, how do we, how do we get some of that? Like, how do we, how do we get into that? So yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. It was that witness for sure. So each episode we do ask our guests to issue a challenge to our audience in regard to our topic. So do you have a challenge for our audience today?
2: Yes, I do. Um, So my challenge to everyone listening is Uh, Don't be afraid to put yourself out there, uh, Mm -hmm. to be vulnerable uh, in your relationships and to be authentic and open. Because, you know, if you have God at the center of your life, he can do anything through you, through your witness. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And for me, God has really worked a lot in my life through other people. So you never know what, you know, God has in store for you through others and
1: in your relationships.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. I love that. Beautiful.
1: Awesome. Well, shall we close in prayer, friends? Yes. Okay. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you for the gift of friendship and the gift of your love to share. We ask you to guide us in forming our own strong relationship with you, and then lead us to the people and the relationships where you are calling us to share you in the journey of growth with those around us. Please bless our friendships, bless our relationships, and continue to watch over them. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, Amen. Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you, Kim, for joining us. Thank you, Kim. You're welcome. And congratulations again. Yes. Thank you. And thanks to our listeners for being back. We will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Be Alive.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you are listening to help others find us or share the episode with a friend.
1: Be sure to follow the Diocese of St. Augustine on all social media platforms to hear about the wonderful things happening in our community.